I like to be busy, so... Um, <laughs> I guess that. <laughs> from, from being a young boy, I've always been absolutely committed to... Committed to what? You'll find out in this episode. Welcome to Life at Hopebridge School, the podcast where we speak to pupils, staff and parents to find out what life is really like. Every week we'll be talking to one of the members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. And today we're talking to Chris Webster, headmaster of the school, who'll be sharing with us life at the school, the importance of happiness at the school, how a headmaster at Hopebridge School spends his time, and we also find out just what he's committed to when he's not in school. Tracy Clark Sullivan takes us into the headmaster's office so you can listen in. Come with us as we step inside now. So the world of education and beyond is fast changing with many challenges. Steering an independent co-educational pre-prep and prep school through those challenges must require an exceptional person. To find out more, I'm joined by Headmaster Chris Webster. Thank you for joining me today. No problem, it's good good to be with you today. Now, your Headmaster's Welcome talks about an ethos of happiness, confidence and achievement. How on earth do you achieve that ethos? Well, I mean, it's, it's lots of people working together uh, to, to sort of formulate that, that central goal that we have as a school. Um, you know, happiness is, is the foundation of everything that we do here at Hobridge. Um, I truly believe that if a community is a happy and positive place to be, uh, then the experience uh, of being at such a wonderful school is something that changes the lives of those people f- forever. Um, within this, I refer to not only the children, uh, but all the adults that work within our teams at Hobridge, uh, and obviously the, the parents and their wider family members. We're very much a school that focuses on the individual. We help each individual thrive in, in all areas. That's something I was going to pick up on with you, because obviously um, achievement, you can put in all of the, the structure to ensure that the young people achieve. Uh, but then how does that go with confidence? Because often achieving might bring a lack of confidence. How do you, how you, com- how do you combine that sort of academic excellence with, with caring for the young people? So I, th- I think we would, we would turn that around and say that actually through, through the happiness of the community, the children gain the confidence to be able to stretch themselves, put them out in in positions where maybe they wouldn't in a a less supportive uh, environment. Uh, And I think that's what builds the confidence. You know, if you get something wrong, you you have an arm around the shoulder, you have a a tap on the back, you have a friend next to you um, telling you that it's okay. uh, And if we work together, we can get there in the end. Um, you know, so I, I feel that element of, of confidence comes first. Uh, when we gain that confidence within the children, within our community, we then work very hard to maintain that. And I think that is the secret of our success then when it comes to achievement. Because we, we all, as, as humans, if we're willing to stretch ourselves, put ourselves into positions where we may fail, but the, 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 the sort of goal of success is hugely uh, exciting and, and something that we really want to achieve um, mm. then you know we are going to push ourselves that little bit more we are going to be aware of the support network that is around us and we are going to strive for bigger and better things. And it was interesting that you mentioned failure because it's the perhaps the ability to fail that brings confidence isn't it? I think so I mean I mean you know I'm, I'm a, a sort of sports scientist if you like and, and we used to talk about the fear of failure uh, being, a, being a negative and that's something that would stop people 
uh, trying to achieve their dreams and, and, and I'm passionate about our children believing that anything is possible. The sky is the limit and actually if we prepare ourselves and apply ourselves in the best possible way, um, then we will get there in the end and that really fits into, like I said earlier, the growth mindset uh, mm. approach, that idea that um, again by stretching our minds, by exercising the brain in many different ways, in many different environments, that we can actually, um, you know, generate that inner confidence, that inner belief that, that we can achieve whatever we put our minds to. And how do you think that the pupils generally feel about the school? Uh, I mean, if you were able to stop one now and, and have a, a general chat, what, what would come back to you? I think, I think real, and I, and I say real, I've got pictures of children's faces in my mind, a, a real feeling of um, love for the school, um, the, 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 that, that special relationship that they have with, with all aspects of what Hobridge stands for. Um, you know, I, I uh, stand at the front of the school every morning and welcome the children uh, to, to the day. Um, you know, the smiles on, on each and every face, no matter what age they are, um, is quite overwhelming. They, you know, they bound into school with a, an excitement and an energy um, about what the day will, will hold for them. Um, I think there's a real sense of, of friendship uh, and very deep sort of social roots within the school. Um, not only, I think, children mixing within their own peer group, but we work very hard to create an environment where children mix throughout the school. So we do a lot to break down year groups. Mm -hmm. uh, we do a lot to instill uh, the old traditional values of the big brothers and big sisters who will look after the little children and the little children having the confidence and, and feeling that they can sit at the dining room table with the older children and they can have good conversations and they can play with them at break times. The happiness again is there at the end of the day. The sense of achievement at the end of each day, again, it, it shines through very strongly. Uh, I'm there, again, wishing them a good afternoon, good evening at the end of the day and looking forward to seeing them again the very next day. So again, it's a very special feeling to wave them off with their parents, knowing mm. that hopefully they've had a wonderful time and that we've done lots of good things with them within the school curriculum. Well, I was going to ask you about a, a typical headmaster's day. So I know where you are at the beginning and at the end of the day. What do you do in the middle? So I, I, I'm very much a, a people person. So, you know, I, I love being out and about around the school. I spend quite a bit of time down in the pre-prep, um, seeing the children, meeting parents, talking to staff. Um, I, if I'm not there, I, I'm wandering around the prep. Uh, I love to get involved in break times here. Um, and, and sort of if I can go and kick a ball around or have a chat or even try some, some new games and activities. There's a climbing wall just outside my office. <laughs> I have been known to, to have a go. Not, not very successfully, unfortunately. But uh, again, just being with the children is, is first and foremost. Again, I try, I try my utmost to be with, with my colleagues as well as, as much as I possibly can. Because again, it, I think schools are about the people within them. That's the most important thing. And I think if, if I can interact and touch base and um, continue to, to sort of foster the wonderful ethos and culture that we have in the school, um, you know, as, as, as a person in, in place, 
um, sort of spending time with those people and that, that's going to be the resultant of a successful school that, that, that we have. I do have a PA who is constantly trying to get hold of me and drag me back to the office because I've got numerous emails to write and letters to send and meetings to have and stuff like that. But, you know, my, my passion is being with the people who are part of the school um, and, and hopefully inspiring them to continue the good work that, that we, we expect on a daily basis. I was going to say, you sound like a man who has to be pinned to his chair to do his paperwork. <laughs> I do. I, I, don't get me wrong. I, I quite, I do enjoy that down, you know, downtime, sort of blocked out time when, when I'm sat here and I'm getting on because it, it's really important for the school. And it's a really important, important part of my job. But given the choice, yes, you know, I, I'm through and through a teacher. I'm an educationalist. I came into teaching because I wanted to be around children and I wanted to try and um, influence and you know give them the experiences that I had as a child and more um, and I think you know to do that properly you need to be in and amongst them and it and really have your finger on the pulse as to, to how the school is working um, setting the goals and the targets that we want to achieve which always have the center of them being the children and their experiences uh, within that educational um, environment. So just talking about you a little more, if you could choose any activity to do in a moment of spare time, what would it be? Yeah, I like to be busy, so... Um, <laughs> I guess that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I can answer that in, in one go. I mean, I, from, from being a young boy, I've always been absolutely committed to sport. Um, so I've, I've played a lot of sports growing up. But I think the one that I look at, I started playing golf with my dad uh, probably when I was about five um, and started off with some really rickety old clubs. And as I got older and got better, you know, obviously, um, so, so did the clubs. And I, I really enjoyed uh, playing golf with him um, on, a, on a weekly basis. And, you know, if I had my time again, because uh, that's obviously an activity that I can do now at, at my age. Um, if I have my time <laughs> again, I think I think I would. Um, I'd really like to sort of have a real crack at being sort of a semi-professional or a professional golfer. Um, I, I watch a lot of golf on the television, and I, I so my mind wanders and I dream of what could have been. <laughs> I'm not sure I, I would have ever have got there, but yes. So going back to your question, moment of spare time playing golf lots as many different courses as I possibly can I kind of prefer to challenge myself in in, in that way and, and enjoy uh, the different nature of lots of courses we used to live or have a house up in Scotland so I played a lot of linked golf uh, now down in Surrey playing a lot of sort of Parkland golf which is great so, so that would be the sporting side I do like to relax as well uh, so I don't mind sort of reading uh, the odd book in my spare time I'm, I'm, a, I'm an avid Jack Reacher uh, follower I think Lee Child uh, is, is probably one of the best authors I have read but uh, again I think apart from that I'm, I'm a family man again people in my family are very very important to me I've got an amazing wife Zoe who um, puts up with me and steers me in the right direction on a regular basis and we've got four children so Hope, Tilly, Arthur and Daisy I, I like nothing more than spending time with them and our dog Milo and our two rabbits <laughs> Blue and Coco 
Um, so yeah, it's it's busy and fun times at home. So I, I, I've answered that in, in, in with, with more than one activity, but I think there's, <laughs> there's lots there that <laughs> that give you an idea of what family life is like. They certainly do. I've got the picture, especially of the rabbits. So the rabbits um, are relatively new. They were a Christmas present for Daisy, um, oh. and they've just now settled down, which is great. And they're, they're, they've been a really good, sort of exciting, fun addition to the household. Well, I was going to ask this question about what your favourite holiday destination would be, but I'm thinking this is going to involve a golf course. Possibly, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I suppose anywhere you go in the world, you'll always find a golf course. So it's, um, you know, we're not limited. I'd say, you know, we, we haven't been abroad for a few years just because um, I think, you know, the age of the children and um, I think the way that holidays have, have, have fallen and things that we've, we've had on. So we've spent a lot of time in, in and around Rock, in, uh, down in, in Devon, Cornwall, that sort of area. Um, beautiful beaches, um, you know, amazing chance to relax and, and, and get away from everything. But m- you know, mixed in with that are all the fantastic sort of uh, you know, sea activities like you know the 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 paddle boarding and surfing at Pol's earth and you know just going swimming and and diving and and all of those sort of things we we all enjoy so you know that that would be our our uk if we did get the chance to go abroad um we do love portugal um there's something about the algarve um and, and and that sort of side of things we do tend to go to um the less tourist sort of areas um, and, and, and in that sort of finding our, our, our little sort of bays and, and you know beautiful pieces of sort of coastline where we can have again quality family time lots of fun in the sun and just again just relax and, and enjoy new experiences so I mean they, they would be the two favourite I think over over the course of the last few years. Well, it certainly sounds like you deserve it. Um, we talked about uh, an, an exceptional person being required, and I've certainly enjoyed finding out more about an exceptional person. Uh, it's lovely to talk to you, um, lovely to find out more about the principles that are underpinning the school, and um, good luck for the next term. It's uh, going to be different, but hopefully a little bit more normal. Yeah, no, thank, thank you very much. It's been, it's been lovely to speak with you this morning, so thank you. So that was Chris Webster, headmaster of the school, and a special thank you to him. If you have any questions at all about anything that Chris has said, then please do get in touch with the school. The website is hobridgeschool.co.uk or you can call 01483 760018. That's 760018 and the staff will always be happy to help you. Now, if you haven't followed or subscribed to this channel, then now's the time to do so because when each episode is released, you'll receive a small notification to let you know. So go and do that now. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you again soon. Bye for now.